Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. The Doug Gottlieb Show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities and home to the biggest game in the NFL this weekend. Las Vegas! You're home for live sports, and that means all sports, every game, match, race, and competition. It is always on. Go on, plan your trip to visit LasVegas.com to see the best and brightest in Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. That's a big game. So, too, is Rams-Niners. Always a great rivalry. Even going back to when the Rams played at the Big A. Ramos remembers that, right? Willie Flipper-Anderson. Remember Flipper-Anderson? How good were those teams? Man. People forget that Jerome Bettis, was, Jerome Bettis was a Ram before he was a Steeler. And he was a damn good one. And then, like, four or five years in, he seemed to, you know, he, he seemed to lose that steam. Then he went to Pittsburgh and kind of reinvented himself a bit. But uh, Niners-Rams, that's a good one. We'll get to what George Kittle said about it. Uh, uh, by the way, what George Kittle said it only is going to prove it's going to prove my point, which is this is not for everyone, and I do understand it. You know, I have a I have a good friend in the in the business whose name is Ryan Burr, and Ryan and I we disagree on a lot of stuff. He's a he's with the Golf Channel. Um, and Ryan, I, we, we worked doing college basketball, the wrap up show for like four or five years together, uh, maybe three, four years together at ESPN. And I used to say like, who doesn't watch the Super Bowl, Right. And his point was always like, look, I hear you, but there's a 150 million people watch Super Bowl, it's 350 million people in America. That means more people don't watch Super Bowl than watch Super Bowl. And my point is, I was like, well, what else are you doing? Right. Like it's a concert. It's a show. It's the biggest game. Like, well, what are you doing on Super Bowl Sunday? I get the I get that there's going to be some people who like, hey, you can get everything done on Super Bowl Sunday. And good. You know, but 200 million people are like don't watch. That's crazy. And he's his point. It was the point I'm making now. It's not for everybody. Sports is not for everybody. So if you take what George Kittle to, is saying to mean murder, you, sh- you just shouldn't be in this conversation. You know, if I say warrior and you're like, oh, you know, what real warriors are soldiers. That's who's real. This isn't this that conversation is not for you. It's OK. You're just too sensitive or too, I don't know, too wrapped up in something else. Doesn't have to do with politics. Doesn't have to do with who you who you voted for for president. Doesn't have to do with it just has to do with a football game. Here's George Kittle talking about the Rams game. It's going to definitely show up this Sunday about, you know, who's the more physical team, and it's going to be kind of a, a body bag game, is my opinion. Body bag game. I love it. Body bag. Got him a body yeah. bag. Right, this this is – do you guys remember when Cincinnati and Xavier uh, – that's a cross-town rivalry in Cincinnati. You remember when they got into a bad uh, fight, and it was Xavier's mantra going into the game was zip them up like a body bag, zip them up. Now, I, I understand this is kind of part of the issue with our society, right? Where, you know, it's like video games. They're just way, way too graphic. And, you know, dudes can walk around as snipers and shoot regular people. And all it takes is that small percentage of people. 
very small, okay, who aren't mentally processing things and that becomes okay to them. And I do think it's one of the things that we massively need to rethink. It's the same thing as, as, as with music, you know, like, look, I, I love listening to rap and hip hop. It's all me and my son listen to together. That's it. And the language is hard because now with everything going immediately to your phone and to downloads, a lot of times, like literally every song that comes out has explicit lyrics. You don't have to have explicit lyrics. You can say all these things without saying it. But you don't have to now. Now you can just, you know, find with the words that rhyme with a curse word. But the the words that are used, the degradation of people or of women, the wrong person, it, it fuels their energy, right? So I, I understand that like there's a bigger societal piece. But when a star football player is talking about a big rivalry game and he says it's a body bag game, if you take that to be like, oh, he's talking about murder, that you, it's insensitive to the, like, stop it. Potty bag game, physical game, it's war. No, we're not making references to them being as great a warriors as real soldiers, guys that actually protect us and keep our, our freedom safe. Of course not. Body bag game's a great game. By the way, that guy's an ugly yeller. What's oh. that guy's name? <laughs> you know, you know, do you know, you guys know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, yeah. when guys just make weird, ugly faces when they're yelling. It's, uh, the character's name is Tommy. And if you remember the original Karate Kid, every time Tommy was on scene, he was like the one on rabies. Like they, they gave him something that amped him up for every scene. And that was his uh, that was his payoff moment. Get him a body bag. Get him a body bag. Yeah. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Honestly, like that's how you know your movie's a big movie. Right? Sweep the leg. It's not that people quote your movie. Lots of movies are quoted. It's that there are multiple quotes from that movie that that are synon- we can use even today. Uh, Karate Kid. I, I'm not. I'm not looking it up. I don't know. I'm guessing it came out eighty three. I believe it was eighty four, but it's close enough. Okay, that was a pretty good guess. Like literally blind guess. Okay, blind blind guess. But it's like that's how you know your movies. If you have your question is, is your movie a classic? The answer is yes. Right? It's like we everybody talked about Die Hard right around Christmas time. Whether that's a holiday, that's that's like the lamest sports radio talk. I got nothing else to talk about. So is Die Hard a Christmas movie? We'll take phone calls coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. That means like I didn't prep for the show. I got nothing to talk about. My internet doesn't work. Something like that, right? But if you think about like how many lines are there from Die Hard that you can off the top of your head and you can use like anytime somebody's trying to talk somebody to come out to California. What do you say? Come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs, right? Hans, booby. Yippee Kaye. Yep. That's right? the one I remember. Yippee Kaye. But you don't remember. He, he does that with his lighter. Come out to the coast. Have a few laughs. Remember that? Yep. Okay. Karate Kid, you got wax on, wax off, right? Daniel's son. Like so, karate here, karate here, karate no here, right? Uh, then you had the Miyagi, like, 
rub your hands together sort of thing, right? Remember that that deal, which is actually a real thing in Eastern in Eastern Chinese medicine, using your chi, using your inner power, which comes from your belly button. I don't know, it's a long way to say, but like dudes can channel their chi. It can't solve a broken leg and make you win like a karate match. Hey, but um, the Miyagi run, the body bag, and then sweep the leg is the is I think sweep the leg is the one it's most synonymous with. Sweep the leg. Sweep the this leg. is the. But did you wrap me already? No, I uh, went the segment, to hit the, this, seg- this segment's so bad that you've wrapped me already. I went all to the hundreds of affiliates is like, I guess that's I guess that segment's over. <laughs> I went to hit sweep the leg, and of course, I grabbed the top one and pulled it down by mistake when I was hitting the sweep. And there, that's what you got. So. Industry jargon. <laughs> who's gonna be Who's gonna be the first writer to say that George Kittle's remarks were insensitive because body bag is murder and it's synonymous with murder, and this is just a football game? Who's going to be the first? What do you think? I don't know, but I, I sure as heck hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, oh, it's going to happen. They shouldn't do that. It's going to happen. Of course, of course the they leg. should. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Got it. Sweep the leg. Even Tommy, as crazy as he was in that movie, he didn't he actually the think there was a body bag. Right. He didn't think, Get him a body bag. <laughs> Get him a body Very bag. Very true. Get him a body bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Buyer, please tell me you've seen Karate Kid. Yeah, the body okay. bags would not be good for the NFL's image, by the way. Buyer, uh, be- that was happening on Sunday afternoon. Don't that would be pretty it. awesome, yeah. though. Like we could do that. Like you lose, you actually have to be zipped in a body don't bag. <laughs> no, you guys don't like Get a body bag. I, I, I did see Karate Kid. I saw Karate Kid too. I enjoyed both of them watching Cobra Kai. I really annoyed with people who like blew through the entire fourth season and. You know, one afternoon and started to give spoilers on Twitter. But okay, I haven't seen a single episode of of oh. it, and I'm going to People start this losers. weekend. Okay, really good. I've, I've, we're we're only one episode in. We like to spread it out, and uh, so for the fourth season, I haven't yeah. seen any any episodes of any season. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. you'll love no. it. You'll love, and Hazel <clears throat> love it too. It's a great family thing. Really? It because ha- it has a nostalgic thing for you. You're going to get all the references, and then it's a good kids story. Yeah, he'll he'll like it. All right, all right. Uh, okay, we'll get uh, it. And they're you know thirty minute it's episodes. It's in the queue. So thirty minute episodes. Yeah, it goes quick. Yeah, I've been I'm on billions right now. I'm trying to finish up billions and catch up. Some great lines from billions, man. You ever seen? You guys ever seen billions? Saw the first season and I liked it, and then I got rid of Showtime. I got to get it back. <laughs> There's uh, billions have, of other shows I'm watching right now. Well, we have Amazon. Exactly. It, it's on the Amazon Showtime, or it's on Amazon. If you have Prime Amazon period. Prime, you get you get it for free. Oh, cool! I mean, for free, but yeah, no, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's and and yeah, Steve. The the character of Bobby Axelrod is based on Steve Cohen, who's now the owner of the Mets. So, it's actually based upon a real person. Um. Anyway, so you you now you'll be what what? what oh, I just have a question. <laughs> no. I just have a question about. So you you liked bill, billions, billion billionaires. What's the, what's the show again? Billions, billions, billions. Not you, but Jason. He liked it, but then he got rid. <laughs> no, he didn't. Then he got rid of Showtime. Show you know well, how that goes. It's just at, at some like, point. You know, like, you sit there and you go like, "Am I going to pay ten dollars a month for something I watch one show on?" Okay, it's yeah, just you're fine. between seasons, and you're like, "Do I really want this for what's that Lee Schreiber uh, show?" I think I think kind of ran its course too. Oh yeah. 
I think what we should all do, I mean, honestly, and I'm sure people do this, is like we should all pool our resources. Like, all right, I got Disney Plus. You give me the Disney Plus Hulu ESPN Plus code. Now you get Amazon and I get Netflix and we all kind of. The only weird thing, though, is that when you use other people's accounts and then you have like one you can watch with see what they're watching yeah also like do you pop up your own avatar in their deal like that thing's <laughs> who's jimmy oh jimmy's the guy i use for his hulu and he gives me his amazon <laughs> the tricky part is when you're watching the same show at the same time i have my sister's apple plus and when we're doing ted lasso you kind of got to watch it because if she just watched episode three and you haven't yet then you know right. you just got to catch that yes yes um Yes, completely. All right. Anything else you guys would like to recommend or suggest? By the way, do I do HBO Max? Is HBO Max worth it? Because you can get like real movies on like first run movies on that, can't you? Yeah, I know The Matrix uh, Resurrections was was on, not only, but it was came out. Not not great reviews, by the way, for Matrix Re- Resurrections. Just FYI. But Doug, you need to get HBO Max to watch The Sopranos, which I know you haven't gotten to yet. That's another one that you'll love. I haven't I haven't watched all of the Sopranos. I got it like I went back and I've done Breaking Bad. I've done The Wire. I'm trying to think of the historically great shows. I got to do Better Call Saul. Like there's some other stuff I got to get to. I got caught up in this. I I did I plowed through Mad Men. I love Mad Men. Mad right. Men was right. great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did anybody else feel like they got lung cancer from watching them smoke no. cigarettes all the time? Oh, I feel like I got like secondhand smoke. I mean, like, look, when you watch Karate Kid, everybody, there's not a single person who hasn't done the Karate Kid 2, what is that position thing, right, where you're Daniel, where you're on the, remember he was practicing on the one piece of wood, yes. and then that's how he wins at the end, right? There's no human alive that hasn't thought they could do karate based upon watching the Karate Kid. No. I'm just wondering if you've ever felt when you're watching Mad Men, like, God, I smoked a lot of cigarettes. No, no, I just watched people smoke a lot of cigarettes. It just, it's just kind of, well, not scary, but it's just kind of interesting how much people smoked Back in like the 60s, the early 60s. Completely. I mean, they just really, every five seconds, they were smoky and it was crazy. Yes. Yes. Well, there's the famous Len Dawson picture, right? Of him smoking at halftime with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Huh. Hold on. I'll, I'll get ready to go on the field. Let me, let me finish the cigarette. <laughs> I imagine plane rides were like San Francisco fog mornings. For back in the 60s, <laughs> smoking, where it's just... Yeah, cause you, you could smoke you on planes, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. No, you could still... When I played in Russia, this is 20 years ago, I played in Russia, you could smoke on planes, on Aeroflot. Um, and I, I remember, like, going on, and, like, this is the most disgusting thing ever. And then just thinking, like, how is, how is this legal for so long? We're in an oxygenated, oxygenated tube. Yeah. 35,000 feet above the earth. Who thought it was a good idea to allow cigarettes on board? But there was, now, a, there was a non-smoking section. nobody section. would. Huh? <laughs> there was a non-smoking section right, right like next that, to like that helped it. Like that helped it. Yeah, I got in. A, the one time I got into a plane, the last time I got into a plane, the lady next to me had an oxygen, like, in her nose, an oxygen yeah. tank next to her. And it really freaked me out because I was like, that can't explode, right? I mean, I, you know, just like you said about people smoking, I, I thought maybe it might... I just kept looking at her and like that oxygen tank. The, the best is the oxygen tank with people who are still smoking. Like, I'm not a quitter, damn it. My mama didn't raise me to be a quitter. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's get to the picks. I want winners. Well, we got them. Touchdown! Five NFL. 
five college. Five on three. One, two, three. It's five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's go. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, in order to make these picks, you got to pick games in which you know who's playing. I I think and and who it matters to. Right. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports. BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Buyer of these games. Okay. Um, which do you think you automatically take off because it doesn't matter, right? Like Cincinnati, Cleveland, you take that one off. Yes. Green Bay, Detroit. Bears, Vikings. Bears, Vikings, good one. Um, what else? Uh, Giants versus Washington football team. Yep. Seattle, Arizona. What do you do there? You think it matters? Um, it does matter for Arizona uh, in that game because the division is still up for grabs depending on how the Rams do against the Niners. So and those games are at the same time. Yeah. So there is some. Tampa, Carolina. Um, yeah, not, not too much. Uh, just more of jockeying for position if you're Tampa, but that's about it. They've already got the division wrapped up. And Jets, Buffalo. Buffalo needs to win to win the division. Correct. But in terms of the spread, I don't. It feels like that's a game they get. If they get a lead, they're going to pull their guys. Yes. Uh, now, keep in mind in the NFL, you just can't pull everybody. You only have what is it? Usually, at, what do you have? Forty six on game day, right? So this idea of getting all your backups in that sounds great, but you can't get everybody out. It's just not possible. You know. Not possible. Yeah, I think I think otherwise everything has something kind of with it. Even Miami, New England's a bit of a stretch. If the Bills, you know, dominate the Jets, then there's really not much there for New England. But they won't know until they're actually playing the game. Kansas City, Denver. Yeah, that the two Saturday games. I think the NFL really messed up in not putting Pittsburgh and Baltimore on Saturday. Because in the in the end, Doug, it may not matter, but on Saturday it still would matter. Well, but, but you had Pittsburgh on Monday was the problem. Yeah. They should, should have seen that, I guess, seen that coming. Yeah. But it was supposed to be the Sunday night game, yeah. wasn't it? No. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Well, maybe they were hoping that it would be the Sunday night game, but. Yeah. Because the games on Saturday really don't matter at all. And that was, the I thought, the whole reason that. They were supposed to have playoff implications on Saturday. I love Baltimore this weekend. I just do. I, do I think Tyler Huntley's better than Lamar Jackson, or should keep him instead of Lamar? No, but I, I think he's played pretty well, and and the more he plays, the more confidence he'll get. I just don't think Pittsburgh's Ben's very good, and it's on the road. The game means a ton to to Baltimore. Like you don't want to go out with that. You don't. Want, they don't want to end their season with that kind of losing streak. Um, and as much as this this version of Baltimore hasn't been as good as previous versions of Baltimore, there have been a lot of close losses. Uh, they're better in the kicking game. Um, I, I, I just think I think they win. I think they cover. I love Baltimore is my my first pick of the weekend. Pittsburgh shortened week, and th- that's pretty much all you're going to get out of big out of Big Ben. And e- even with them playing against a depleted Cleveland team, they couldn't really put them away. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Baltimore this weekend to win and to cover all of those all of those points. Um, a couple others that, that jump out to me. We mentioned the Rams and the Niners, the body bag game. Um, what are we doing? What's what's San Francisco doing at quarterback right now? 
I can tell you this, Doug, that Jimmy Garoppolo is officially listed as questionable, and Kyle Shanahan says that he will not name a starter publicly to keep the uh, Rams in limbo. But Garoppolo did uh, was limited in practice all week with his thumb injury. Okay, limited, but he did he did practice. Of course, we don't know it's Trey Lance. That's a risky one, right? Because if it's Garoppolo, even though he's not great, you have more faith in him than you do Trey Lance against the Rams' defense. Um, I like the Niners in this one. I just do. Uh, you know, it it's not the rivalry game. It's the 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 knowledge of the system. And Rams are playing great football of late. But let's not let's not pretend like the momentum always carries when they take on the Rams and the Rams. Actually, when they take on the Niners, the Niners last time they met, their defensive line just destroyed the Rams' offensive line. Like the Niners to cover the four and a half. Uh, a couple others because it is a hard weekend. Uh, we we mentioned we mentioned um, a couple of the other games that do matter, and I. I do think that um, that Tampa is just kind of okay right now. They just are. And Carolina, though Matt Rule doesn't know what he's going to do in the future at quarterback, he needs to win this game. He just does. Because there is growing sentiment like, does David Tepper want to make a change? Does Matt Rule just all talk? You know, he likens himself to Jay-Z in terms of seven years to build it. I think Carolina covers that thing. So I'll take, again... Niners to cover as road dogs, Carolina to cover as a road dog, Pittsburgh, excuse me, Baltimore to win and to cover as a home favorite. Um, Indy Jacksonville is 15. I don't, I think that's just too big a number, too big a number. Does Jacksonville have to win? Yes. But to win by more than two touchdowns and play, play runaway and hide. I just, I've seen Carson Wentz enough. I think they run the football a ton. I think they play it safe. I think Jacksonville covers. And then my last pick is Raiders Chargers. Chargers are a three-point favorite. Remember, with home field advantage, that means if it was played in L.A., they'd be a six-point favorite. I saw that first game. Chargers are more than three points better. Um, I understand they're the Chargers, and they find a way to make every game close. I'm going to take the Chargers to win and cover on the road. Those are the picks. Five on three. One, two, three. There it is. Five NFL. Let's go, five. Five college. Five for five with Doug Gottlieb. My man Danny Cannell took some bullets last week for saying we got too many bowl games. He's right. And then people love the bowl games. and They're like, Danny's the worst guy ever. Um, the worst guy ever, Danny Cannell, joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I hope you have your seatbelt on when, you, when you're opening your door. Are you walking in the house? Is that what you're doing? Am I? A, am I, am I Huh? Okay. No, no, you're good. That was the I, alarm. Am, that was the alarm, am, right? Was that the alarm yeah, when you I opened got the door? All kind of stuff going on. So I'll just to fill you in a little behind the scenes of what's going on. My wife's birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. And I know you got knee issues. I don't know if you're in on the pickleball craze. Pickleball is big. Doing a little, yeah. Pickleball is huge. And we're having a little pickleball party here uh, right around the corner from where I live. So we got people coming. But they're not coming for an hour. But I was out running errands, getting stuff, balloons for my wife. So we can get her birthday, make her feel special. So that's what I got going on here behind the scenes. But I'm all yours now, man. I mean, how competitive are you in pickleball? So it could be an issue because, I mean, like anything, you're the same way. I mean, we're both, you know, competitive, hyper-competitive athletes. The problem is, like, I don't know what to do with my wife because she's in it for fun, right? She just wants to have, you know, couples over and we're going to have fun. But I want to win. 
And so when we play together, I kind of get on her a little bit and kind of treat her the way, you know, I used to treat a receiver. If he wasn't, you know, if he was loafing, I'll call it. So I'll call her out if she's loafing. So I think what I might suggest tonight is like, hey, let's mix them up a little bit. Like, let's mix and match some couples. Because then if I'm going against her, I won't get on her. And I'll probably be more encouraging to somebody not my wife. But I don't know how that's going to go over on her birthday pickleball party. So we'll have to see. I'm playing it by ear. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You wearing some really short shorts and like a headband? Are you going to go and kind of do the whole 70s throwback sort of look? Yeah, the Bjorn Borg, you know, yeah. McEnroe era. That was right in my sweet spot. I remember watching, waking up, because my sisters, I had sisters that were tennis players. So I remember, like, it was an annual tradition to wake up breakfast at Wimbledon and watch Borg and McEnroe just go at it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a throwback. I got on some, you know, a little, little headband and some, you know, uh, the high socks are in across the board, though. Not all the way up to your knee, but the ankle socks were all the rage when I was in high school and college. Now it's back to like mid calf socks. Mid calf, so yeah. They've gone. We've gone yeah. back. We've gone back mid calf socks. That that's very, yeah. very. And the short shorts have come back in, but you got to wear some like Ethica uh, boxer Ethica boxer briefs underneath. That's like part of the. That's the. That's the Hooper Hooper look. Danny Cannell joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think that uh, Georgia can finally get over their nemesis? Oh, absolutely. Uh, They definitely can. Now, will they is another question. I happen to think they do. And we'll get into some of the leans on the actual bets and stuff and sides that I like. But there's a fascinating dynamic that's unfolding, Doug, because you've got advantage at coach Bama. Nick Saban, greatest coach of this generation, you know, hands down over Kirby. And that's not a slight against Kirby. Quarterback, Bryce Young, hand, like head and shoulders above Stetson Bennett, who's good. He's a good, you know, good quarterback, but he's not Bryce Young. And then how about thirdly, the best defensive player on the field, as good as Georgia is, the single best defensive player is Will Anderson Jr., who's on Alabama. So they've got three, like, aces, and Georgia's got, like, a full house. So, like, their entire team, 1-85, to 85, is slightly better than Bama. And Bama has some youth, and they've got some guys on there, and they might have some injury issues, and their offensive line isn't quite as great as they always are. But, like, what are you going to take? Are you going to go with typically what wins, best coach, best quarterback, or do you go with the ultimate team game and say Georgia's collective unit gets it done? Um, So you go Georgia's collective unit? That's what you're going? I am. So I don't – so my favorite play in the game is the total, and I hate that because I think some people, like, feel it's a cop-out. But I would lean – so I like – Georgia laying the two and a half and it's been fluctuating because two and a half to three. And I feel like, you know, as soon as it hits three people hammer Bama and as soon as it gets two and a half people hammer Georgia, I think it's that tight. Like I think it is a tight line, but I like the under in the game. 52 and a half is the total number. And this game has been higher scoring. And, you know, in these four matchups, three of them have been in the sixties, like for a total, but the fact that they just played, the defensive Georgia, I do not envision them getting shredded again. I think Bryce Young will have a good game, but they don't have John Mechie the third, who's their second leading receiver. I think Georgia will have a game plan to neutralize Bryce Young and Jameson Williams, who torched them in the SEC championship game. And then as much as we talk about Georgia, 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 and their defense, how about these stats for you, uh, Doug? So Bama – has more sacks on the season, 52 to Georgia's 45. They have more tackles for loss on the season, 114 to Georgia's 92. They have one more interception as a group than Georgia. 
They have, they are stronger against the rush, allowing fewer yards, and they're better on third down conversion. They, they uh, teams are only converting 31% against Bama, and they're converting 34% against Georgia. So, Bama's defense is no slouch. I mean, they're right in the same conversation as Georgia. And I don't think Stetson Bennett will be allowed to, or I would not allow him to throw it all over the yard. I think Georgia will try to establish the run a little bit more. So I think it'll be a bloodbath, like a 24-21 type of game, lower scoring, defense is on display. And I think Bryce Young is held in check. Like, I don't think he's going to be held to 150 yards. But I think if you keep him to 250, 275 yards and – only two touchdowns, that's a huge win for Georgia. Stug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Joining us on behalf of Bet Online is uh, Danny Cannell. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so if you're looking at all of these kind of creative bets, what do you like? So I like the under. I told you that. If you want to kind of go off the grid and find a game MVP, like Bryce Young is, I don't think there's any value on him. And if Bama wins, he's going to be the MVP. But if Georgia wins, and you heard me say I like Georgia, I don't think Stetson Bennett is the MVP. I think it might be a Brock Bowers. You can get it 10 to 1 at game MVP. I think it might be Zamir White, their lead running back, at 10 to 1, or James Cook at 16 to 1. Now, you heard me raving about Will Anderson Jr. If you like Bama to win and you do kind of buy into this, it could be a defensive game. And Bryce Young, who was held in check by Cincinnati, if he's held in check, a Will Anderson Jr. as an MVP on the defensive side of the ball at 7-1 to one would be a bet that I would like you to take a look at for that one. So I think some of those are pretty fun. The first touchdown score is always a fun one. Like, try to see who does it. Brock Bowers is the Georgia like offensive MVP for the season. He's a tight end. He's a true freshman. He's clearly Stetson Bennett's favorite target. He's at 9-1 to one for first TD score. If you wanted to like take a flyer at that, I don't hate that either. So there's some fun ones to check out on Bet Online for sure. Okay, so let's let me let me ask this: uh, Caleb Williams, where do you think he ends up going? USC. I think he follows Lincoln. I do. I like it. Just feels like he's. He entered the portal just to kind of see what was out there. The rumblings, because I know there was a, a lot of people were saying, oh, he's going to go to Georgia. Georgia's one missing piece is that game-breaking, you know, five-star, surefire sure lock quarterback. And even if they win, I think they would look to upgrade at that position. Caleb Williams is like the best option out there. But I, like the, the, it's kind of quiet. Like people are saying, oh, Georgia's not offering that, you know, offering that much as far as NIL deals. And this is what it is. It is free agency. He's going to look for a market where he can make the most money. But he also wants to win. And I think he also wants to play in a system that he's comfortable with. And what better place to do that than to follow Lincoln Riley to L.A. and go dominate the Pac-12 for USC. So when it's all settled, I think he'll go to USC with Lincoln Riley. And I think it'll be great for the Pac-12. All of this, Lincoln Riley to USC, Caleb Williams and others, you know, maybe possibly coming along with him, I think is great for the Pac-12. Um, do you like where we've, where we've gone here with the NIL deals? So I thought it was a good compromise because, you know, you know, me and you are very similarly aligned, although I'm evolving. Like I'm just kind of throwing in the towel on amateurism. And, you know, Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court justice, kind of blew it all up and said, you know what, this has to stop. Like there's not going to be any more free market labor and you can't keep making money off the players. So I've kind of thrown in the towel. But I always thought NIL was a good compromise to as opposed to making them employees, because that's going to come with some downside. Like there's going to be 
consequences that nobody saw. And we're going to be talking about players getting cut after one year and losing their education and those types of things. But nobody wants to talk about that. We just want to pay the players. I thought NIL was a pretty good compromise, and I still do. And, you know, there's some numbers out there that it's for every guy that's making seven figures, which is very few and far between. Like, you know, Quinn Ewers, the quarterback who went to Ohio State, rumored seven figures. Bryce Young, rumored seven figures. You know, for the, every quarterback that's making, you know, 250 or 500 or potentially a million, there's far more players who are making a couple thousand bucks. And I think that's a, that's a good thing. I mean, the average deal – according to Open Doors, who's a company who you know, promotes these and facilitates these deals, is $1,148 for a, you know, your average NIL deal across all sports. Right. And like, who does that harm? It doesn't harm anybody. In fact, you know, it gives them a couple bucks in their pocket on top of their stipend, on top of their cash, so they can buy something nice or send it home. So like, I thought it was a good compromise. But ultimately, the compromise isn't enough, and you know this better than anybody. It's coming. We're on the cusp of minor league NFL. It already feels like it. It's just going to be official. It's just a matter of when. All right, bro. Listen, uh, appreciate Bet Online for allowing you to come on. And uh, let's talk more after this championship game. And I, I agree with you that it's one of the underreported things is most of this is most of these guys aren't getting much, aren't getting anything. And I, I just I don't love the. Well, you're, you're just buying dudes, right? Like if you if you play really well, somebody wants to put you on a commercial or in a calendar. Like that's the intent of it. I get it, but they're just throwing money at a guy to get him in the door. I don't. I'm not down with. But it's but, at least it's above board now. It's always been under the table. They, you know, the SEC has always bought players under the table with bag men, and they've been caught sometimes. So it now. Maybe it brings in, hey, my school just got burned. Florida State lost the number one recruit in the country to Jackson State and Deion Sanders. Maybe it brings – nobody saw that coming. Maybe it brings a school like an Oklahoma State. Maybe they get you – know, or you know, a team that's kind of always around and they just really want to push it over the top and they get somebody who comes in and says, here's $10 million, $20 million. I want it all to go to NIL deals so I can build the best roster. I don't like – it feels like hired assassins essentially, but that's what it's become, and at least it's above board so everybody knows what they're dealing with. Danny Cannell, uh, DK, you're the best, dude. Happy New Year. Yeah, don't get hurt playing pickleball. That's the big thing. I don't want to. Uh, all right, I I, I'll try not to. I know you got the ACL. I'll look for you in I LA. The AC, I, know you I got the play ACL hoop. playing. I got the ACL playing hoop. You don't want to do it playing pickleball. But thanks for joining us. Exactly. All right, man. Have a great one. Danny Cannell, uh, one of the great pickleball players in the history of uh, former F- Florida State football players. Check out the latest lines from World of Sports, Better Sportsbook. Betters is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. A playoff contender could be getting an all-pro back really, really soon. That's coming up next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, every day at this time. We get you updated on many stories as possible. We call it The Press. The Press. DB, Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, we start out the NFL where the Arizona Cardinals have designated defensive end J.J. Watt to return from injured reserve after he missed most of the second half of the season. Actually, Hmm. He was out week seven, so it was more than half the season with a shoulder injury. Anyway, J.J. Watt could be back for the Cardinals in a playoff push. Wow. That's okay. That's big. Okay. I thought he was done for the year. 
Mm-hmm. That's what we all thought as well, but that is not the case. Mm-hmm. So, J.J. Watt could be coming back. How about this for the Green Bay Packers? Left tackle David Bakhtiari practiced fully today, listed as questionable for their game against the Lions on Sunday. Of course, he's been out all season because of a torn ACL suffered last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, uh, and apparently he had a setback a couple weeks ago when he was trying yep. to come back. I, I think they want to just get him out there, get him some reps. Same thing as Aaron Rodgers. Series or two, then get those guys the hell off the field. But, I mean, think about it. If you can have David back here, this is my point about the Packers, that they have a chance to be healthier than they've been all year, and then everybody else is playing a game, yep. and you have to go into the cold of, uh, of Green Bay. I mean, this is a these are if it happens, if it works out to where Bakhtiari is back and relatively sharp, what a huge get that is for the right. Packers. Yeah, and I think of the Packers today also uh, activated Jair Alexander from the right. reserve COVID list. Uh, the, exactly. This other, this other note, LeVar from the uh, – was that who it was? Is that LeVar Arrington? Yeah, a future college football Hall of Famer, class of 2022. Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore and Bucks offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich interviewing with the Jaguars today. Bill O'Brien's going to get an interview next week after Alabama plays their national championship game and smart do your Smart do your due diligence, and Bill O'Brien – I don't think anybody questions his football acumen. It was just his, he was a bad general manager. And then he can be a little bit tough. I would guess that Leftwich is in pole position, but I'm guessing that they're looking at at Dallas and you got a young dude who can really work with, with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, those are the two guys. And I think Bill O'Brien would be third in terms of candidate. Right. Qualifications. A public right. memorial service for John Madden will be held in Oakland on Tuesday, February 15th, just a couple of days after Super Bowl 56. Think it kind of stinks, though, right, Madden? But they don't have the Raiders anymore. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, but it allows all the NFL personnel to uh, sure. to be there. And a bit of a change that you will see on Sunday okay. due to COVID protocols, no Jim Nance for CBS. Tom McCarthy is going to have to sit in because Jim Nance is in health and safety protocols. They were well, doing first, the Panthers-Buccaneers game. Um, now I'll just say that I've worked with uh, Tom McCarthy. Great great dude great broadcaster Philly's broadcaster as well awesome guy awesome and we hope Yay. Jim Nance gets, gets better because because uh, Jim really helps Tony Tony even though he's been doing it several years now it's not like he's been doing it 20 and there's still some times in which he he, he makes some broadcasting errors but uh, Tom is great that's awesome. what an awesome opportunity for him and then whoever gets you know they move everybody up the line I'd love to know who the new who the one guy getting a game on CBS who didn't get it previously that guy's got to be feeling pretty good and hopefully Jim Nance be back for the playoffs and that's the press hey get out there and press that was the press check out those latest lines from World of Sports kids Pet River Sportsbook the most trusted name in online sports betting got to be 21 president Colorado Illinois Indiana or Pennsylvania to play gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER we are finally here. Last weekend of the NFL season. We'll get you ready for the playoffs and the national championship game Monday on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio.